Hello, and thank you for checking out This Is Just A Phase. I'm your host, Jonathan Kent. Just a few quick reminders before we get started with this episode. I just want to remind everybody to head over to the Facebook group at This Is Just A Phase for updates on past and current episodes, as well as upcoming tours by bands featured, as well as plenty of merch opportunities and whatever else tickles our fancy. That being said, if Facebook isn't your thing, you can go ahead of, head over to Instagram and check out my personal account at jonathan.kent.311 for a lot of that same information. Also, do yourself a favor and check out this is just a record label.bandcamp.com for uh, current releases by Gatlin and Letters, as well as upcoming releases. Uh, this is just a record label presents Rust Belt Hardcore, which features 23 bands from across Western Pennsylvania in Eastern Ohio. And also the Prozac's early demos release, Welcome to Camp Cheerful. Both of those releases will be coming out later on this spring. That being said, Jay, take us away. And you've got no self-esteem There's a hole inside your head With no future to be seen Let's go Let's go Let's go Every day you wake up with the same boring routine You're content with the new wall And the same old boring scene Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go Let's go On this episode, I sit down with Sam Sinister, my best friend and my co-host on the Zedial Files podcast. He is back on the podcast for the first time since the very first episode. Sam also does the Angry Hour at the Winchester in Cleveland, Ohio, every other Friday, as well as been in bands such as Bar Trash, Dead City Dealers, and The Runs. You're going to want to dig into this episode because not only do you get our witty banter and our typical weird humor, but you also get a kick-ass top five from both of us. Top five bands we discovered during the pandemic. But don't worry, there is still plenty of poop talk and other nonsensical shit in this episode as well. So buckle up, folks. Please sit back and enjoy our 20-plus years of friendship with this episode of This Is Just A Phase. Here's a track from his band Shart 69 entitled Blame the Victim Punk Mix. Hey, what's going on? Not too much, man. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Well, man, thank yeah. you so much for rejoining. This is just a phase, man. Absolutely. Anytime. I, I figured, you know what, this would be a good time to to get you back on, you know, with the uh quasi success of uh Zanial Files and 
um, you know, just another another excuse for me to bullshit with you and talk for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we don't talk to each other enough, right? <laughs> right. We live, like, uh, like, how many miles away? Like, 100 miles away. We still talk, like, we're, you know, a couple times a week at least. Yeah. I talk like, to you more than I talk to my family. Yeah, pr pretty much, dude. Pr pretty much same here, man. You know, I yeah. was just... I was just telling Ari a couple of days ago, I was like, I should probably call my parents. <laughs> like, yeah. Make sure there's like, you know, <laughs> they're still breathing and shit, you know? <laughs> right. I just always assume that like, if anything happens, like I'll, I'll, I'll get a phone call from my brother or something. You know what I mean? But well, uh, no, I, I, I wish I wasn't like that. <laughs> well, I just saw my brother. So I know he's still kicking. So that's, that's right. a good thing. Yeah. And plus, you know what I, I kind of took some time off, you know, in between, like I recorded the last episode before I left and I, you know, I sat on that episode for a week and then I just recently put it out and I was like, you know what, like I, I kind of want to ease back into things. I was like, the easiest way to ease back into things is just like have Sam on. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'll you be know. easy. Yeah. Because it'll be easy like Sunday morning. Easy like Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Yeah, don't worry. I have to put, yeah, don't worry. I have to put that in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> How else am I Did supposed you to become know? a millionaire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that? What'd you say? So, do they give you like sponsorship and shit when you do that or, 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 or what? Yeah, they, they, they give me some monetary change. Uh, yeah, give like a penny. Yeah, like there's there's a thing on there where it's like you get so much money for like every thousand plays you have. So mm -hmm. like it doesn't really it doesn't really add up to much. But you know what? Like, I don't know, maybe somebody out there will be like, oh, he needs sponsorship. So here and I'm waiting mm -hmm. for like, you know, Preston Motors to be like, hey, we want to sponsor you. <laughs> you don't want them. I, I just want somebody. <laughs> I don't care. I'll whore myself <laughs> to anybody. Right. Like I'll be like I'll be like like Playboy magazine in like the seventies where like they were advertising like Marlboro cigarettes and like, you know, fucking AMC vehicles and like, you know what I mean? Like I'll I'll be like that man, I don't give a fuck, dude. You right. know. You want you, you you know Newport wants to come at me and been like, hey man, you want us want to sell our product? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to quit, but hey, if you're gonna give me money, man, fuck it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hi. I'm, I'm Jonathan boy. Kent. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I I I don't even know what I was gonna say. Hi, do you have hi? This is Jonathan Kent. Do you have eighty thousand dollars to burn? Why don't you go pick up the new Tesla all-electric car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to do like a cigarette ad, but oh yeah, I, was I just don't even know how I do that. Hi, do you want cancer in 40 years? <laughs> <laughs> well, why? <laughs> Tomorrow. Try the new Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna come out like thirty years from now to say like the all electric cars cause cancer. <laughs> yeah, everything causes cancer. Then we're gonna go back. Then we're gonna like go back in time where like people start making fucking like suburban like 
eight cylinder, like you get like eleven miles per gallon. <laughs> just, just, Dude, what if, like, what if, what if, uh, like, the cause of cancer was like cotton? Like, what if it's all the cotton clothes we wear and shit? Wouldn't that be fucked up? Or the polyester. But not enough people wear polyester. Everybody wears cotton. Yeah, that's true. What if it was Jersey cotton? Yeah, like Jersey cotton is the link, and uh, no one ever thought of it. Well, you remember, remember when we were growing up? It was like every everything like it was like that every couple weeks it was like something new was causing it. Like, don't eat too many tomatoes; it causes cancer. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> You mean the fruit? <laughs> like, like it Stop causes... hugging your kids. It causes cancer. Yeah. Hey, don't eat too many eggs. It causes cancer. And I'm watching the news as I'm eating eggs. Like, fuck me. And then yeah. it'd be like two weeks later, they were like, just joking. Like, <laughs> no, but I seriously, I, I think I just figured it out. Like everyone who has gotten cancer wears <laughs> cotton. Or has walked down the street. <laughs> No, no. Call, call somebody. Call Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, don't get him involved. He's already involved in way too much. You're right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy nobody's canceled cultured me because I'm on Spotify. Well, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, like, except for like Neil Young. Yeah, whoever I'm... else. Who was it? Like Joni Mitchell or someone? Yeah, all those fucking hippies. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I appreciate Neil Young, but he just. Before this, it was like, I won't put my music on blah, 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 because they don't pay art. You know, just fucking whatever. I've played shows for like two free beers. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, dude, I played a show for a fucking three pieces of pizza. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude. Mm -hmm. Three pieces of pizza and a fucking pabs, dude. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. You're nobody special. And I'm sure you, I mean, if you didn't blow, blow all your money up your fucking nose, then you want to be bitching about Spotify. Yeah, sorry. There, there, there are ways to make money off music, and that you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to do any of them. <laughs> Me neither. Like, here's the thing: like, I'll whore myself for the podcast, but like, 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 I'll like, you know, I'm sure. I, I'm, of course, I'm joking about the whole cigarette thing. I, I probably, I probably would have my morals about me. But like, yeah. if somebody, if like, like some bait and tackle shop and fucking portersville wants me wants to sponsor my podcast even though i'd have nothing to do with fishing right why the fuck not ain't hurt nobody right as long as like you know it's not something like if it was a bait and tackle shop where like that like also sponsored clan rallies or something then you'd be like no never mind i but, don't know I mean, man i don't know <laughs> depends on how much money they were put in my sweet sweet palms <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. This is this is Zenial Files. So I've got to, I've got to ring this in a little bit. <laughs> well, it's it's basically going to turn into ever episode. I think it already is. Yeah, yeah. It's just automatically. Yeah, well, just automatically. Yeah. For the listener, I'm sitting down with my best friend Sam Sinister for his second appearance on the podcast. He was lucky to, enough to be the numero uno episode of the podcast. And uh, he does Zenial Files with me, my uh, lesser successful podcast, <laughs> uh, where me and Sam talk a 
you know, basically we waxed nostalgia over, you know, the 90s and growing up in the 80s and 90s and, and music and other pop culture shenanigans. Yeah. And we talk a lot about masturbation and poop. We do. And but porn. not like, yeah, and porn, but never, yeah. never all three at the same time. Well, they've, they've, they've bled into each other. <laughs> but never and blood what? porn, but never bleeding porn. <laughs> no, no, just poop porn. Just no, no, not poop porn. Just bloody poop. No, we talk about bloody poop. No, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm, don't I'm lie sure to it'll them. come up. I'm they're sure gonna, it'll come they're, up. They're gonna go, dude. They're gonna go back through like the last what, what twelve episodes we've done. They were like, "There's no mention of bloody poop." Sam well, Sinister to lied that. to me. We're gonna have to do that for the next episode. Like, okay. did you ever poop so hard you rip your asshole? And it fucking bleeds, and then you got blood on the toilet paper. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And here, there we go. Now you got fucking bloody poop talk. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> Which version? <laughs> I don't know. The 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 Oasis version or my 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 the one I like more, which is the Riot Adams one. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard that. Oh, dude, this is basically him, guitar, and piano. I want to hear, like, mashups of uh, of Wonderwall. What if, like, you mashed up Wonderwall and another brick in a wall? That that would be cool. Do like, they work musically, though? I don't know. Maybe just take the lyrics from one and mash it up with the music of the other. Play it. But I just <laughs> Googled Wonderwall mashup. And the first yeah. one is Oasis versus Lil Peep. Yesterday's oh, Wonderwall. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck's a Lil Peep? I have no idea. Isn't that like the, the Easter candy that no one likes? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Apparently it's a fucking rapper that turned pop punk. Like a <laughs> machine really? gun Kelly. Is that what he is? I'm guessing. I don't know. By the name, that's 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 what I would go with. <laughs> I'm sure he's not a bluegrass artist. So I mean, dude, if I was like, uh, if if I was like doing trap music or like a, uh, you know, like 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 sad boy fucking SoundCloud cloud rap or whatever. Yeah, I would be like Little Peen. Little Peen. Little Peen. L I L P E E N. Why? I don't know because it'd be funny. It's like it's little, like, little like, like like little penis, little pina, little pina. <laughs> mine's still mine's still MC seventeen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, MC seventeen. MC seventeen from from for anybody who cares that was on the last episode of Zenial Files. Yes. So, would so you? Would you spell out seventeen, or would it just be one seven? Oh, one seven, like s, like sr seventy one. Yeah, yeah, but it would be MC seventeen, or like MC dash seventeen. I'm blue. Do you know what song my do you know what song my wife gets really mad that I like she doesn't like the song at all, but like it's one of my favorite from the nineties? What? Remember that song Woman? Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I will never be a woman. Do, 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 yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, like, she doesn't like that song. <laughs> White Town. What what kind of name is White Town? Like, you couldn't name a band White Town now and, and have it be completely, like, innocuous. No, now There'd there's people, no... like, screaming. Do you know White one Town, thing? Why noticed? not? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I'm not... no. Go. No. Here's the thing. Here's what's pissing me off, right? So, I remember, like, when I started doing, like, before I got into Spotify, I was using um, a different title. music title. Yeah, I was using title. And the one thing I noticed when you typed in things like, like, say, we'll use a band like Black Flag, for example. Yeah. Black Flag wouldn't be the first thing to, sh- to pop up. It would be, like, somebody else calling themselves Black Flag. And then it would be like a techno. There was this thing where like techno <laughs> acts were taking other people's names or mm. making songs called whatever title like a band name is. And they were pushing so they were like the regular bands like further down on the search. Huh. Yeah. Even though I, it wasn't a more popular artist. Yeah, it wasn't a more popular artist, but it would be like, I don't know. Jimmy Changa and he had a song called Black Flag featuring Little Peep. And Jimmy like Changa. it would push all... <laughs> it would push everything all the way down. So like, yeah, we weren't getting, you know, you know, slip it in by Black Flag. No, you're getting slip it in by MC seventeen. Yeah, yeah. That's dropping in a month. Get ready, fuckers. <laughs> I hope you like mediocre fucking band lab rap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what are we doing here? What are we doing today? Well, well, I just wanted everybody to kind of get a a little sense of you, you know, how you do the podcast with me and shit like that, you know, but this um, is how I do it. I'm like, come on, let's go snap, snap. But we also decided, we also decided, um, since we've done this on Zenial Files, where, you know, we did, like, the top five songs that, like, we hated from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, that went over pretty good. I mean, some of the stuff we, we put was, was a little controversial. Um, some people <laughs> didn't agree with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stand by my list, and I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I like those fucking songs. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, you know, you came up with the idea of the top five bands that we got into during the pandemic, like getting exposed. I mean, we had God, how many fucking a, a good year and a half where we were pretty much stuck in the fucking house. Yeah. Um, you know, getting, ex- you know, having, exp- having the time to get exposed to new music. And yeah. um, there was a lot of it, dude. A lot of, a lot of bands were really putting out some great shit, even though they like couldn't really tour behind stuff. Yeah. So like we we decided to uh, each of us come up with a um, our top five. I mean, are we doing five to one, or are we just giving five five bands? Five bands each. Five bands each. Yeah, but we're yeah. not doing like a top a top a top five or whatever. No, we don't need to order them. It's just like I think I thought of five off the top of my head, and so did you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was it was a little tough for me. I could have probably gave you twenty. Right. Um, because being doing the podcasts and everything else, I'm getting exposed to newer music all the time. Yeah, but um, cool. 
you know, I was kind of using ones that like I have like a uh, like a personal connection to, like somehow over the course of the pandemic, like they all kind of infiltrated my world um, yeah. in some aspect. And plus, I didn't want to use any of the, you know, like I didn't want to use Gatlin, you know, right. them being on my label. Obviously, that would be like, I don't know. I'd sleaze but I yeah like I love the band and they <laughs> and, and they were starting out they started out right before the pandemic so um right but like some of the ones that I picked really like cool. already you know they already existed for at least a few years but it's like I discovered them over the last two years you know what I mean oh yeah same here same here like yeah like, like there was no out there's maybe one band on my list that may have been created because of the pandemic but i think it's also he just created it to to do it you know what i mean it just happened to be around the yeah. same time so right but um yeah do you do you want to do you want to go ahead and, and start with your with your with your first pick yeah sure uh didn't really figure out what i wanted to play first but uh you know what we're just gonna go with the muslims okay because uh, they're but this is from like an older album. Uh, I actually remember which one. It's either like Mayo Supreme or Gentrified Chicken. But uh, do, do you want to tell the tell the listener about about, about the Muslims if, if they don't they've never heard of them? Yeah, they are. Uh, they bill themselves as an all black and brown queer uh, um, Muslim punk band. And, oh, cool! Uh, yeah, so they're like, you know, they're pretty, pretty radical, I guess you could and say. But, but they just signed the Epitaph, like I think last year or maybe early this year. But um, they put out an album called "Fuck These Fucking Fascists." Um, nice, which is really good. But like, you know, there were some older the 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 older stuff. It just it reminded me of like, like DC hardcore, but like with a more of a funny. Like they use a lot of comedy and shit, mm -hmm. and, and like smart ass sarcasm and shit. But um, yeah, this song is called "Running for Our Lives," and uh, yeah, we'll just give it a give it a play. Okay, awesome. All right. Fucking Modi and Trump are BFFs. You know they suck each other's dicks, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> Stay! 
cool. All right. Hey, man, I like that song, dude. Yeah, yeah, I think they're a good band. I think they remind me a lot of, and I and I don't know if this is if this is cognizant or just how cycles work, but it seems like, you know, and this falls on some of some of the bands that I listed too. It's like the the younger kids are getting introduced to music that our generation was into, and they're putting their own spin on it, right? And it's like they're unapologetically kids. And who happened to also be, um, you know, black and brown and que- and queer, and mm-hmm. putting their own humor in it, but they're still pulling from probably their parents, you know, fucking crates of records. You know what I mean? And like our list, like you said, they have a DC quality to them, a, a, dis- a Discord punk quality to them. So they're probably listening to shit like Government yeah. Issue and like minor threat and shit yeah 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 i guess I really uh, one of their influences is death too from uh from detroit oh cool yeah death. yeah they're like yeah uh i don't know i just like them i think they're cool some of their stuff makes me feel like uh attacked a little bit but i think that's because that's more me and maybe that's the point you know what i mean yeah, like so they're a band like, that you're you know, supposed to. They're they're a band that's that that's trying to make you feel uncomfortable. That and you know they're just trying to make you like I don't know if they're trying to make me examine my own shit, you know, but maybe they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that's true. Who knows? Who knows what people go into? Because you know what people have tried to like uh, understand why people write the way they are and then artists have come on but like yeah that's not what i was trying to say at all (laughs) i mean so who the fuck knows man i mean people write vague for a reason or even if they write in your face it means something completely different Mm -hmm. you know unless you're like raging as the machine who pretty much just like yeah this is exactly what we mean yeah (laughs) <laughs> but um, but yeah, dude, I dig them, man. I'm I, I like them a lot. I, I'm you would you you had me check them out probably shortly after you got into them, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, oh, this is like fresh. This is this is different, you know. Right. And 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 the one thing that like I don't know if you were searching for it too with 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 the music you were getting into, but like I was looking for something. I was looking for stuff different. You know, like, I didn't want to listen to the same old thing. Yeah. You know, I wanted something fresh and something new. And, you know, that definitely fits the criteria. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Well, I, I guess it's my turn, huh? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to, what do you want to check out here? Um, Okay, let me look at my list. I have a, I took a list. Um. I think the, the the first band I want to talk about, um, I got into at the very beginning of the, the pandemic. Um, the, this band put out a um, an album on um, a, a, a local, well, the, um, they put out a record over in Europe because they're from the Netherlands, um, but they put, they're distributed by a label in Pennsylvania called Mom's Basement Records. Uh-huh. Um, my friend John Prophet's label. Um, and when it came out, like I listened to a couple songs by them and like it, they were right up my alley um, for at the time. Um, they're a band called, um, um, they're a band called Giant Eagles. 
Right. Um, it's uh, Marion, uh, who was also played in uh, The Windowsill and The Apers, and he has a newer band called The Shivies. Oh, nice. Uh, um, so uh, they put out an album called Second Landing. It was their first album, and I think, God, what was it like? I don't know, f- like seven years or some shit. Yeah. Um, so, um, like I said, it was originally it's it, it was released over in Europe uh, through Shield Records and Monster Zero, and um, over here in the states by mom mom's basement. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the best way to describe them is it's Ramones core style pop punk, but um, grown up. With like okay. sci- sci-fi and like um, monster, uh, like monster cliches and like sci-fi cliches, yeah. Um, with keyboards, huh? And um, the very first song I heard was a was a song called "Evil Ro- uh, Evil Robot Nation," and I was like, "Oh, dude, this is like." pop punk with keyboards but like just really kind of i don't know like they do they like the way um marion doesn't sing they have a they have a different singer but um he plays guitar and the the guy who sings is just um i don't know there's something about his voice that just really grabs your attention yeah um and like though they have other songs like uh bloodlust tonight um, zombie apocalypse and the last song is is crazy fucking good it's called put one in the chamber yeah um they're just i don't know they really grabbed my attention i i as soon as the album came out i i, I bought it um as soon as it came out like i tried to order a copy you could either order it on black or orange and i i waited a little bit longer to get the orange vinyl um, cause the cover, it's, uh, an eagle with like a, with like a NASA or like with like a, like a space jacket on and it's kind of orange. Um, yeah. so like I went out and got it and, um, one of my favorite songs off the album and like a song that I still really like a lot. Um, it's called, uh, lost my heart overseas.
song that was cool man like when you were describing it i was thinking of something a little bit more like um i guess like the epoxies or like servitron or something but like yeah 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 like it's pretty much ramones core with keyboards and they talk about really strange shit and like i don't know like i like i don't know something about his voice like really drew me in like the more songs i heard by them i was like like actually like in 2020 it was my because it got released in 2020 um it was my favorite record of 2020 like hands down like i listen to it all the time Hmm. um so yeah that's uh that's giant eagles uh second landing yeah so like their 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 name giant eagles i i guess i always assumed they were from pittsburgh Oh, because of the the, the because, grocery store. <laughs> yeah, because of the grocery store. Like, did did you have 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 you had them on the podcast before? Not yet. I'd love to. I'd love to get Marion on the podcast. Yeah, you got to ask him, man. Like, did did is there any connection? Like, were they touring over here and saw the the store or something? That's just like such a weird coincidence. You no, know, that would be funny because I'm sure the Apers came through here quite a bit back in back in the early days. So Godman. That, that could have been who knows yeah because that's the, like I, I just can't imagine that it's not connected to the grocery store chain like i'm just that's how pennsylvania i am i guess <laughs> everything <laughs> centers around pennsylvania <laughs> yeah, basically <laughs> okay uh so let's uh start with your with your second song all right so this band uh the next band i'm gonna play they're called chubby and the gang okay they're from England, and they're like the fucking spearheads of this uh, new wave of British hardcore scene, which, you know, Chubby and the Gang's the only one that I've listened to that I don't think is a hardcore band. But maybe it's because of my, you know, what I've been told is hardcore for my whole life, and, you know, at least since I got into punk. Um, mm-hmm. To me, they're just like more like a rock and roll band, like a little bit more street punk sounding but they're definitely like rock and roll like they don't sound like 80s hardcore to me they don't sound like the metallic hardcore like new york hardcore stuff um but i guess i think the singer was in a band called the chisel okay um which definitely were like a hardcore like oi influenced hardcore band um anyway we're gonna play a song by chubby and the gang and it's called hold your breath And uh, this is a song for anybody that bothers the shit out of you. All right, here we go. If you're looking for apologies, I will hold your breath.
dig that fucking band, man. Yeah. yeah it's a cool. throwback. And, and, and they're, they're a newer band? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That kind of takes me back to, like, uh, kind of like Cox Bar and, like, mm-hmm. uh, like that... Uh, I don't know, like yeah, that 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 style of that style of early like UK punk rock. Yeah, like uh, his vocals like remind me a lot of like uh, like Stinky Turner from uh, Cockney Rejects. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I can hear that too. Like I don't I don't know if it's the way they overdub or something, but like every every song sound, just sounds like gang vocals the whole way through it. Yeah. But they have like elements that they throw in, like there's like songs with like hand claps at parts, and there's like piano and shit, you know. So it's like they're incorporating elements of like copy or music, you know. And and they're like super fast, you know. Yeah, and I liked it too because when I remember when I when I went down, we went down to North Carolina for um, my wife's brother's, you know, Alex's wedding. Um, I rode with Chris, and Chris had. Um, like kind of like Cox Bar's greatest hits. Yeah. And like, I was like, God, I, I, I didn't realize like how, how poppy Cox Bar was. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. How fucking catchy and like gang vocally they were, you know what I mean? And I can definitely tell like Chubby and the gang is like very much in that same vein. Like they're, they're not, they're not apologetic. They're, you know, they're unapologetic unpo- for, for being a little bit more popular. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I did that. I dug that a lot, man. Yeah, cool. That, that was a good pick, man. Yeah, no problem. Um, so we can lead into mine, my pick now. Um, last August, um, my first time going back out and checking live music out was uh, uh, our friend Mike's band Letters. It was their first show in like five years. Yeah. And they had a bunch of, uh, it was in a garage in, um, in, uh, Hermitage. And there was a bunch of bands on the bill. And that's how I, you know, that's how I first came to listen to Gatlin and, and Letters was on the bill. Uh, and a couple other bands, uh, Neighbor Dan being another one. Um, but there was a band that played from Pittsburgh, um, that show. They're called Tough Cuffs. Yeah. And, um, dude, I, I, dude, my jaw was on the floor the entire time they fucking played. Um, it had just started raining, and it had just so happened to rain that day, like in like spurts. And they went on and they started playing, and it was like, it was like they're they're young. I mean, they're definitely probably in their twenties, but it was like they went through their fucking parents' fucking record collection and listened and listened to like everything everything outside of punk that i loved about like the 90s mm-hmm. um they were grungy but they also sounded like there was elements of like sonic youth and like jesus and mary chain and like all like the weirder kind like early back like all the weird kind of like stuff that i was listening to outside of the punk stuff right um and they were doing it and the, the singer like had so much energy. Like he was like spazzy and like awkward and like, it, dude, it, like, I don't know, man. It was like, just like, it was like a punch in the mouth, dude. Um, and I was like, holy shit. Like who the fuck is this band? And why haven't I heard of them? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they they put out a a a, a release last year. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, uh, Wasted pleasure, and um, and I immediately went home and and jumped on Spotify and Bandcamp wherever I could find it, and I, I checked out the album, and they're they're fucking amazing, and I just like they really were like. I don't know. It was something fresh. It was something different. Like it wasn't um, just another band doing the same shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you know how Pittsburgh is. Pittsburgh always kind of has those weird bands, you know, whether it's like Kim Fuck or like, uh, or like, um, you know, <laughs> insert band name here. You know what I mean? Like we've, we've right. seen a lot of like odder bands come through Pittsburgh. But um, yeah, this one was just it, it caught my attention. It was like everything like I liked about nostalgia without it seeming forced. It just seemed very natural to these guys. Yeah. So um, you can go ahead and play. I think we decided on the track uh, "Nervous Tick." Yes. Here we go. <laughs>
that. Yeah, they're they're just they're they're even better live, dude. Like, I mean, like I said, like it's raining, like it's dark, and they're playing. I'm just like, dude, my jaw is just on the floor. <laughs> they have other great songs too, like Lead Blanket and Hex and Always Off. Like they're just it's they're so fucking good, man. They're uh, like you, you know, yeah, they are kind of grungy, like you said. I like they kind of remind me of like that, uh, like touch and go records, like noise rock, post punk kind of thing, like fucking Jesus Lizard. And yeah, I was thinking you know, that too. I was like, I didn't mention Jesus Lizard, they're, they're right up there with them, yeah, like like laughing hyenas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, laughing hyenas, good call there too, yeah, scratch acid, yeah, like that. Yeah, it just it sounded like refreshing to hear that in like 2021. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, totally. was like, it was like weird, dude. I was just like, yeah, they always definitely kind of stuck out, stuck on my mind. And if it wasn't for the whole fucking weird shit that was going on, I might never have come across them. Right. Yeah. You said they're they're like they're from Pittsburgh or, or yeah, from- they're from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're working on another uh, EP or something because I was in talks with, uh, I think the one guitar player and they were they were on a, in the middle of uh, working on a, another album. Nice. So yeah. So go ahead with uh, your next selection. All right. Well, uh, this band I can't even remember where they're from. I don't know much about them. I know uh, like two Halloweens ago. We were going to the drive-thru. So we're like, oh, you know, there's something outdoors we can do that's like, you know, we don't have to worry about catching fucking COVID. Yeah. You know, so we went to the drive-thru or the drive-in, I mean, drive-in theater. Um, you know, see Halloween and Halloween two. And when we're sitting in our car waiting in line to get in, um, you know, Teresa, my fiance, she likes a lot of uh she likes to listen to like NPR. Mm-hmm. And they were doing this segment on uh, this band Idols. And they're like super political, like post-punk throwback, um, you know. And I had just recently discovered them when I was doing my uh, um, Angry Hour Cleveland like radio podcast thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I think this is Idols. Like, it just sounds familiar. I feel like this is Idols. And then, you know, of course it was, but. Um, they're just, I don't know, like, they're a really cool band. Like I said, don't know much about them, like, where they're from, or I think they're English. Uh, singer sounds very English anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, they, I think they are British, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to play a song by them called Mother, and uh, it, it has nothing to do with Danzig. Oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Story is to read. 
What'd you think of that? Dude, that was pretty fucking rad, dude. I'm not even gonna lie, like that was pretty fucking rad. Yeah, they're uh Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> very, very minimalistic, very uh I don't know, like repetitive, but like in a good way. Like they're really trying to like hit home what they're trying to say. Right. Like if you keep re- if you keep reminding the listeners of what they're saying, it's like, oh fuck, dude, it becomes more urgent. Right. Well, it's also like, yeah, yeah. There's probably you know that's probably maybe it's like real thought out like that, or maybe it's just like, you know how how the Ramones didn't feel like they needed to write more than one verse; they could just re- repeat the same verse again. Yeah, like, <laughs> they, like they already got the point of the song across with the one verse. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But it's like it's interesting. It's like three different like slogan kind of sh- you know chants, and yeah. but instead of doing it like two times or four times like most people would, it was always like three times, which I thought was really interesting when I was listening to it the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there's also like you know they're definitely post punk. Um, I, I was torn between playing a song by them and playing a song by Viagra Boys because I discovered them at the same exact time. Okay, but uh, Viagra Boy is a little more new wavy, and then uh, you know, Idols is a little more aggressive. Like, yeah, they're definitely not like the new wavy, the 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 new wavy stuff that was coming out yeah. of 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 Britain, like with like um like Block Party. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as dancey. Like, it's definitely more like aggressive and like really like you know, pounding. Um, yeah, it's I, got, it, like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I was just saying it, like, had a different feel to it, and I, I, I like how yeah. the scene kind of goes through waves. Yeah, like yeah. the minimalistic stuff, like the driving baseline and stuff, it just <clears throat> reminds me a little bit of, like, like that Bat Cave, like, Death Rock kind of stuff, too, which oh, yeah. I kind of throw, like, you know, the, the, like, the Death Rock slash Goth and new wave and post-punk are kind of like all one category for me and there's like bands that bridge a lot of those things yeah like sometimes like the droney the dronier bands too like the noise rock stuff and you know mm-hmm. even like the, like some of the slow wave stuff can kind of, kind of get lumped in with it too yeah like i could totally like if i was playing music at a <clears throat> if i was playing music at like a dj night or something i wouldn't feel weird playing like idols and then playing like christian death you know what i mean oh yeah for sure like concrete blonde or some shit you know what i mean concrete like, blonde or like the birthday party or you know rasputina <laughs> i don't know if i do that <laughs> i would fuck them fuck them yeah. fuck the listener <laughs> <laughs> i want to fuck with their head um but yeah no i really dug idols a lot that, that was a really cool song uh mother that, that was really cool yeah yeah i like that a lot um but uh let's go ahead and sag into me um my next one is this is going to come across as like pandering i don't want to pander um but on my podcast i make no bones about it one of my one of my really good friends uh nick spoon um started out as a uh basically a solo thing he was basically doing everything on it um, and then it, it, it slowly it slowly formed more into an actual band um, called Lesser Creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I heard, I mean, I'd been I'd been friends with Spoonie for a while, and he was coming out with the first uh, 
the first Lesser Creatures album called uh, Issue One, and it, the cover of it's kind of like the um, the uh, Maxim Overdrive truck like monster thing, and yeah. like he he put it out, and I was just like, oh dude, this is kind of rad. It's it's one dude playing Ramones core, but like the the this he's not the best singer in the world, but like his songs are really like really good. Mm-hmm. And they're funny. And he has songs like the first album, uh, Negative Nick, uh, The Office Drinking Game, um, Jim Leahy. Um, he does an awesome cover of Don't Come Around Here No More. Um, yeah. You know, he just he has very tongue in cheek lyrics, but like they're not like you almost have to like really pay attention to get the punchlines. Yeah. Um, in his songs and they just recently came out with a with another album called issue two um that has a lot of the same um kind of feel to it um um songs like nobody's keeping score um i hope you die which was written by uh the member of a member of the black russians um um just a vacation where basically he's talking about basically like be you know like just like chilling at home like kind of being like like a like like a like a stay-at-home dad um it's just i don't know it's very tongue-in-cheek it's 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 you know ramon's core without being uh sticking to the the same formula like he likes to like mix it up a little bit play a little bit of keyboards in it and like Mm -hmm. i said like even though he's not the greatest singer in the world like there's something about him like i can't imagine anybody else singing lesser creatures but nick um <laughs> but i don't know i just i really find them cool and like i said i don't want to seem like it's pandering because like he's my friend but like i don't know like if it wasn't for him and lesser creatures like you know him being an influence on me starting the podcast just like you and and being a huge supporter of the label too like he's definitely been one of those people that have been in my corner and really that started uh, heavily, you know, through going through the pandemic together. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I'd like to play. Uh, um, I think I picked off its drinking game uh, from issue one. I got bill collectors here. Oh, you got bill collectors. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bill collectors uh, from issue two. All right, here we go. Thanks.
figure it out, man. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Was yeah. That, was that the whole band on the recording or was that him playing everything? Um, it was it was everybody and actually by that point I think Zach Buzzkill from the radio Buzzkills was playing bass on that. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. It, it, I can't remember if Zach played on played on the whole album or he just played on a few of the songs. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. But Zach Zach's now a part of the band, and then they have a, a drummer uh, named Scott that they just added to the fold. So they're an actual actual full band, but they all live in different spots. Uh, Nick lives in Arizona. Uh, Zach lives in St. Louis, and their drummer lives in Florida. Yeah. So they're gonna, and then they have uh, Gene, uh, the guitar player in the Radio Buzzkills. He's a, a recording engineer too, and he records like the Radio Buzzkill stuff, and he records the Lesser Creatures stuff. Awesome. So yeah, pretty cool stuff, man. Yeah, and big big shout out to to Nick. Um, they're actually gonna, they're actually the the episode before this one. Um, they came back on. So cool. All right. Yeah. But let's let's get, get continuing to go. Um, just so you know, if you just want to play part of songs, if not the yeah. whole song, you know, we'll get through the episode a little quicker. Yeah, I was actually thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> not to rush you, but I know you have to work. You have to work too. So right, right, and then we're going to end up having the full song afterwards anyway, added in. So yeah, the people will get the you know the listener can listen. But yeah, we'll just exactly. Get like a we'll get we'll get a little taste. Yeah, they'll get a little, 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 little tasty taste. Little sample, little <laughs> scrumptious, uh, little scrumptious sampling. <laughs> What's your next pick, my brother? Oh, this one is by the Poison Boys. Okay, um, they're very, very Johnny Thunders influence. I know we talked about Johnny Thunders at one point on our podcast, and you're not mm-hmm. a huge fan, but <clears throat> excuse me. The uh, wow, the um, it's okay, it's getting, it's, it's getting cut then. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. You can't edit out a burp, no, or a fart. No. no, never trust a fart. Never trust a fart. That becomes a shard, yeah. a shard sixty-nine, <laughs> if you will. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Go ahead. All right, so, yeah, this song's by the Poison Boys. It's called "Tear Me Apart," and uh, then we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay, awesome.
that was pretty cool, man. I dig it. I can I can see why you dig that a lot. You're you're definitely into the rock and roll side of side of punk rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like I could definitely tell. Like, definitely, like, like you said, Johnny Thunder's influence. Um, probably even like maybe like the New York Dolls and like yeah. you know the they cover they they cover the Dead Boys. So that's probably an influence. And yeah, like, Dead Boys too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they're, they're just like, uh, like the the early Humper stuff is very similar to them, and just like, yeah, you know, yeah. So it's definitely in my wheelhouse. You know, might not be for everybody. Yeah, no, I, I they kind of remind me of there was a band too that I was into. Uh, oh, the fuck, were they called like the Screaming Cheetahs? Uh, street walking cheetahs. Yeah, street walking cheetahs. Like, yeah, I kind of got that kind of vibe too from them. Like, um, yeah, definitely just like a throwback rock and roll. I mean, really can't go wrong with something like that. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't, I, I don't, like... I, I don't hate John. I hate, don't hate Johnny Thunders. I just, I don't know, man. You think yeah. he's overrated? Yeah, I just think he's overrated. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, but you that's know. you know, that's all going to depend on like who you talk to on a regular basis, you know. Plus, I'm a fucking hater, too. Yeah, you are. You know what I mean? I make no fucking bones about that shit, dude. It is what it is, man. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't changing now, folks. (laughs) No, but I really dig that a lot. That's that's definitely somebody I'm going to... That's definitely another band I'm going to have to check more out, too. I plan on checking out all your bands, like, you know, like more in depth. Yeah, same here. So, yeah, I really dig that stuff a lot, man, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, well I guess it's my turn again already. Yeah. Um uh last year, um, me and my wife went along with Chris and <clears throat> Lindsay and our friend Ray and his wife Holly. Uh we went down to uh Pittsburgh Stage AE and watched um Flog and Molly, Violent <laughs> Femmes, and Me First in the Gimme's Gimme's play. And uh there was an opening band called Thick. Um, that, that was the opening band and, and they're from, uh, Brooklyn, New York, uh, all female group. Um, and they're on Epitaph records, at least this album, uh, five year be five years behind was on, put out on Epitaph. Um, very, um, very unapologetically nineties influence. Like obviously the, the, the big influences is they sound a lot like L7 and Luna Chicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that, I, I, and I, I hate that the, the first two bands I go to are all all female band, you know, all female member bands. You know what I mean? But um, their sound, I mean, it's hard to to escape that because when you're in an all female band, like it comes through. You know, you have three girl, you know, like three part harmonies, all all female singers. You know what I mean? It's hard to kind of not compare uh, all female band to another one. Yeah. Um, but their their, their album, I, I I came across it and then I saw them live and I was just like, kind of blown away. I mean they they just I don't know like they're they have that throwback sound too that '90s throwback sound, but like they you know they it wasn't it didn't feel hokey it didn't feel anything like that they you know the the members seemed like really cool people and that they were. You know, they were like, hey, goodbye. you know, like they're like they even though they're on Epitaph, they were still like, check out our merch like so we can so we can eat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, 
they were still in the early stages of like they're still struggling even though they're on a label like a bigger label like they're not they're probably not getting the focus as a lot of the other bands do right um so they're still paying their due and they, they just they had this kind of urgent quality about even the way that they played um like you want to like we like right in your face like you want to fucking hear us like you need to fucking hear us and you know some of the songs can be a little slower and some can be a little bit more heavier but like you know songs like bumming me out sleeping through the weekend like it's a lot of like what like people their age kind of go through you know what i mean like and very tongue-in-cheek and very kind of brutally honest yeah and I, I really dig that kind of stuff. And they have uh, their big song on it. Uh, they have a music video for it, too. It's called Mansplain. And um, just basically, like, how, like, you know, basically how guys talk to them, being all females, like, how they get treated, um, being musicians and, and, and playing in a band, like, how, how, how men treat them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, like, I really like the way it was written, and, like, it's, like, it's like my favorite song, so. All if right. you want to go ahead and play Mansplain. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, girl bands are really in right now. Oh, yeah, I like it. Well, she would smile, smile more. Are those your boyfriend's drums? Yeah, I wouldn't really recommend a Fender to a woman, but you're kind of tall. All right, so you gals on the list? Or? Do you think they'd be this successful if, if they did not know that she has to turn stand If they were guys, I'm not sure that people would really be into this. Do you think no, she knows she's she has pretty good drummer for a while? For sure. Yeah, girl bands are Can we get the guitar going? Does she know where to plug that in? They sound great for women. strictly because it is an all-female band because like i i don't i'm not seeing them right now while i hear it yeah you know what i mean but like it's just the like the heavier the heavier sound injected into like what's essentially a punk song for Mm -hmm. one you know and just the fact that like 
you know, when you were describing harmonies and stuff, like it's not like the Beatles. You oh know, no, 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 like, no 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 no! It's that, that shouty, screamy kind of like weird harmonies. Yeah, yeah, just like aggressive, kind of like slightly off key, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, fun. They're a fun and band. They are a fun band. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, like I've looked like I actually like the 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 bass player is like super tall, and they even talk in like in in that song like. You know, like her being like bringing up the fact that she is so tall, like, oh, that bass might be cool for you because you're so tall. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, like kind of being like one of those things like, yeah, like, you know, like that's I don't know, like the humor in it just in a lot of their songs too. like, I don't know, they just resonated with me. And I was like, yeah, this is a fucking killer ass band. And everybody that I was with really dug them a lot, too, like. Chris went up and was dancing awkwardly to them and shit. You know? <laughs> I mean, so they were done. I bought their CD like right away. Like after they were done playing, I walked up to their merch table and I grabbed it. I was like, yeah, I definitely got to grab one. I got to grab this one. Nice. So, yeah, really, really cool band that I also wouldn't have probably discovered had we not been stuck in the house for so long and I was yearning to go to like every fucking show. Right. Like, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, but yeah. Um, so go ahead with your next one, man. All right. This band's, uh, they're called Morons Morons, which okay. I love that name. I do too. It's like Hermits, Herman's Hermits, but dumb. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, <I> uh, <laughs> like the album, the album's really cool. I'm pretty sure it's self-titled. I can't remember for sure, but just look up Morons Morons. Um, first Morons with an apostrophe. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're Morons owned by someone named moron mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so like uh very uh kind of like stooges raw power production but like you know they cover like a pure hell song and uh you know like there's like a couple songs remind me of like the hives first album okay. just like you know so there's like faster stuff but then, then there's like stuff that kind of sounds like almost like murder city devils without the keyboard Okay. Yeah, but they're just really cool. They're a lot of fun. They're really uh really raw sounding. So we're gonna go ahead and play this song. It's called Driller Killer. And it's really long for a punk song. It's like almost five minutes long. Holy shit. Yeah, but we're not gonna do that right now. Okay. You know, just to just to kind of like drop the you know, break the fourth wall here. We're not gonna listen to the whole thing right now. And I'm gonna shut up and here it is. Driller Driller Killer. Driller Killer.
Yeah, that was pretty fucking rad, dude. Yeah, I could. I, I did that stuff. Yeah, it's like noisy garage punk kind of stuff. Yeah, like you were saying, like Stooges and the Hives, and like yeah, like I, I definitely get that feel to it. I, I, I dig it a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, while we were listening to it, I, I, I looked it up. They're from Poland. Oh, cool, dude. Yeah, I, I, I knew they weren't from the U.S. I just couldn't remember what country. But uh, yeah, Warsaw, Poland. Warsaw, Poland. That's interesting, man. You don't, and you don't hear too many bands come out of Poland too often, right? So right. that that was fucking rad, dude. Yeah, I'm really into that stuff, dude. I'm gonna have to check definitely more about about those guys for sure. The album's called Looking for Danger. Uh, I believe it's on Slovenly. It's on Sloven re- Recordings. Oh, okay. But that's a British label, right? <clears throat> I'm not sure. I know it's like they put out a lot of stuff that's pretty much just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely yeah. heard the name for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I dig them, dude. I wasn't sure when you were describing them, like if I would dig them, but like, yeah, I, de- I definitely dug that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely dug that shit. Um, and my that was your last one, and I think this is my last one. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one is a band I I got into over the last year. Um, basically, um, just in like Facebook groups and stuff like that, and. Uh, uh, being cool, uh, you know, having interviewed um, the singer recently and um, their label head, uh, Jordy, over at uh, Faster and Louder. Um, he put out bands like uh, Dave Dave Rocket and the Jobbers and the follow-ups. And um, he his second release was this, uh, this band out of uh, London, Ontario called Hellifant. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the first time I first time Jordy sent me over the songs, um, just to be like, dude, you gotta you gotta, you gotta have these guys on, you gotta check out these songs and 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 I wasn't sure what to expect by the name. Um yeah. still don't know what a fuck a elephant is, but um <laughs> um a hell in elephant. <clears throat> it's an um, elephant from hell. An elephant from hell. Um, but from from the jump on like the song like backwards. And it's only four songs backwards through the four songs. Um, dude, it, it's so fucking good, dude. It, it's it's just it's pop punk, but it's fucking not like it's like skate punk, but it's not. It's you know, uh, it's just kind of just they they take quality. They they take things from like 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 I don't know. They just they they sound refreshing. And and the singer Gary, Gary's vocals, I just I really kind of just like endear to his his singing style, and the songs that he writes, like they just really grabbed my attention like right away. And I'm and, like, fucking <clears throat> if if shit sounds like this, this is like any indication of what's coming out of fucking Canada, then holy shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Hellafant definitely definitely grabbed my attention, and like I just it, it became like. My favorite, my one of my favorite releases from last year for sure. Nice. Um, I think you're gonna play Shingles. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. You over Shingles. Shingles. Uh, yeah, but you describe them as refreshing. Yes. And if you, dear listener, want something refreshing, have a twenty ounce Aquafina. 
I don't know. Going back to the whole sponsorship. Thing. I, I got you. I'm a fucking asshole. I'm an idiot. If, if you're suffering from shingles, you might want to grab yourself some preparation age. Refreshing. Refreshing. <laughs> right, the fresh maker. Yeah. Give John sponsorship. Yeah, give me money. All right, here we go. Yeah, but we're not. We're not. Yeah, I can definitely like. I, I don't know. Like, I keep going back to these bands whenever I hear stuff like that when you show it to me. But it's like, uh, you know, it reminds me of like Face to Face and Six Sam I Am and Jawbreaker. And Jawbreaker yeah, that, and yeah. What, what's that? It's like very like the vocals just remind me of like very nineties like 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 bands that record labels were like 
when they go to shows and shit and shop for like you know like during the whole grunge slash punk like gold rush shit oh yeah you know, yeah, like yeah. they they pick up bands that sounded like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure and like he you know gary spent a lot of time with with uh uh earlier on with a band called lame that had gotten pretty popular throughout canada yeah. and his approach he explained like his approach to Hellafit was just very different like you know what i mean he, like he just came at a very different approach like he wasn't afraid to like really wear his influences and face-to-face is definitely one of them yeah. um I don't know, and like getting to talk to him too about the process of, of making the music. Like, I just, I don't know. I already liked the songs already, and like the more I knew about the songs later on, like this dude has killer stories. Like, just from the last so many fucking the twenty plus years that he's been doing music. I mean, he he just he has fucking stories, you know, yeah. you know Canadian Canadian folklore stories and shit like that. Like, it's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, I like his voice. His voice has a sense of, like, urgency to it. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, like, kind of like one of those, like, weeble wobbles. Like, you punch in it, it just it fucking punches you back. You know what I mean? It just, I really dig it. And like I said, that's, like, like I said, it was one of my, one of my favorite albums from last year, for sure. Nice. So, yeah. So that's our top tens, man. Yeah. Uh I don't really know what else to say about it. I mean, I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope they liked our picks. Yeah, I hope they enjoyed our picks too, and our and our and our witty banter. Yeah, I just think you know. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I um, you know, like I like doing these list shows, you know, but like, you know, I like them to be more like opinion based, you know, Mm -hmm. like uh, I just hate seeing lists on on online, like even on like you know, like, like Rolling Stones top, whatever. It's like, they're declaring that these are like the best songs of, you know, the nineties, or these are the best albums ever. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'd rather have like what the writer thing are just like their favorite, you know what I mean? Yeah. Smaller scale. Like we two years and it wasn't even stuff that was necessarily released during those two years. It was just bands we discovered Mm -hmm. and, you know, picked our favorite song or whatever at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, And and it's, yeah. Like I totally agree. Like, I think when we do like, like when we did the episode of Zennial files, we did the episode of Zennial files of like songs that we fucking hate, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's personal. Like we don't like these fucking songs. Right, you know it doesn't I mean. matter. Like you know, it's a popular opinion doesn't matter. It's like yeah. this is what we think, yeah. And here's why. And this is, and, and these are our our top five song, you know, bands that we discovered. And like, hopefully, like I I, I like the thing my podcast brings out is the ability for people to discover stuff that they may not not have discovered otherwise. You know what I mean? And if they can, you know, sit here and, and listen to your five and go, oh, man, that fucking Idol song really fucking ripped. You know, they're going to go out and check more by Idols or they're going to go check out Chubby and the Gang or they're going to go check out Lesser Creatures or Thick or, you know what I mean? They're going to go and discover these other bands. I don't know. That's the whole reason I do the fucking podcast, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But dude, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again, man. It's been a 
it's been uh, 47 episodes in the in the making since the last time <laughs> yeah. you've been on. <laughs> yeah. So you're episode oh, yeah. one and episode 48. I feel honored. Yes, you should. You should yep. feel honored, actually. Like, you know, you're like, you should be like, John, thank you so much for the tremendous opportunity to be on your fucking quasi-successful podcast. Here's some, here's some you cake say. to show my gratitude. Show my gratitude. Here, Are you going to shove the cake? Up, but... I'm not going to shove well, the cake not anywhere. Now. Yeah, you're going to shove cake <laughs> up my ass. Right up my poop. Have some, have some ass cake. It's Butt delicious. Cake, yeah. yeah, it's 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 delicious. It's the best cake you ever have. I don't know. On that <laughs> note, <laughs> hey, hey, man, let's say proper goodbyes. Yeah, proper goodbyes. Sorry about that. Whoever's fault it was, I have no idea. Might have I think not. it just, I think it just cut out on us. But yeah, I don't think it was anybody's fault. Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> when it's not being When it's on, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for having me on. Again. No problem, and, man. Uh, thanks for being on, brother. Yeah, not, not a problem, man. Yeah, uh, I definitely appreciate I'll it. Talk to you. Yeah, I will I will uh I will be looking forward to hearing the episode in full. And uh, just plug the shit out of it. That'd be awesome, man. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, man. And I'll, I'll be talking to you later on, man. You too, brother. All right. Bye.